it's a big hello and welcome. Fantastic to have your company on No Man Should Walk Alone. It's all thanks to the Hater Clinic, who are the gold standard in addiction treatment. Great supporters of this show, as are our great mates at Swiss Australia's number one multivitamin. We are in February, and today's theme is how to maybe approach food and drink during February. Spud Frawley is just very much in the theme this morning, so much so that he's turned up in his lycra. I'm sitting across from you, Spud. Good morning. It's not a great view for me. Well, I had to take uh, my top off because uh, you said that, uh, you know, you better put a top on. Well, look, I'm not in the best of shape, but there's no time like now, Jack. And yeah, I've rode a few Ks this morning and I've lasted three days, mate. On what? What do you mean on what? Well, you've lasted three days on what? Are you Feb fasting? Feb fast, mate. And you're off it already? Well... It, yeah, well, it's, I've lasted three days, so that's a oh, good that's, effort. Oh, okay. You've and got the beauty about yeah. Febfast, and we're going to get uh, someone in later on to talk about that. Laura Callow is going to join us from Febfast. You can actually, if you've got a wedding or a 21st or an event, you think, I might have a couple of quiet ones. You can actually pay a, um, an amount to the charity. So um, okay. I, like, I like the idea. It gives you a bit of a, a mind, a bit of a jolt, and I, I won't um, talk about the nutritional side of it, but... It gives you it gives your body a bit of a bit of a let up too. Is this the first time you've done it? It is, and it's yeah. The three days is. Do you think uh, you'll make it? <laughs> I better have a few. I think you can have five, five oh. um, sort of pay pay efforts. So I've got a bit what, of a bank balance. What, five there. separate pay efforts. Well, wow, yeah, as long okay. as they're important functions. No, that's it. Mate well, down it's the pub. That's, that's yeah. an important one. Saturday afternoon. We're really looking forward to yep. to that. We've got uh, the nutrition. This from the stars, Emily Brabron. Oh, Emily Brabron, wasn't she a hit last week? The listeners love her. Who's Chief? Chief Brabron, yeah, who's Chief, he? Yeah, he just goes on that Thursday morning show. I don't know, he's <laughs> yesterday's hero. You can have him, boys. You and we've got a new uh, guy, uh, we're calling him in all the way from Adelaide, Rob Code. He's actually uh, works a little bit with Emily. Yep. He does all the fitness side of things, cardiovascular, all the, all the fitness training. They, they have camps. They go to Fiji. They go to the... Uh, the Bahamas, mm. anyone can go. So we're going to get him on a, a little bit. When you train, when's the right time to have a coldie? Because yeah. we don't want to just abstain from it. Febfast is one of those things where you do it just for a month. It's great. You can raise some really good funds. But, you know, we all love a coldie. We're not going to sit, stand out here and say, oh, no, you, you mustn't drink. But you've got to understand that, you know, everything in moderation, a bit of a balance. So that, I'm really looking forward to today's uh, session about... How to all balance all that, that out, Jackie boy. And we've also got just a little different element. Uh, Chris Appleford's going to come in very, very shortly. Yes. Join us this morning from the Dad Conference, Spud. He's starting up something which aligns beautifully with our show because it is male-centric. He's got a conference for all fathers and the pressures that they have with their children and their spouse mm. and, and basically, again, start the conversation going. So... It's right in our wheelhouse, Jack. We're looking forward to speaking to Chris. And, of course, if you want to get involved, 0433981116. We love getting your text messages. Mm. They filter through throughout the show with some terrific questions that come, and we'll try and answer a few of those throughout the course of the show as well. 0433981116. Just before we take our first break, mm. how is the training coming along for the big bike ride? Yeah, it's um, it's battling. It's sputtering, spluttering a bit. I got It's the, sputtering, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like me. <laughs> yeah. um, got the dust off the bike for a start. Yeah. Nothing better when you wash the bike. It looks good. But, yeah, this, it's not going to just – Yeah, you, I can't pay someone to ride it, Jack. I've actually got to do the Ks myself. So this afternoon we're riding 180K to Sorrento and back. Mm. So there's a few hills there too. There so is. 
There's a fair bit of muffin hanging over the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, anyway, it's not a good look, Jack, at the moment. Oh, anyway, well, we'll get there. You've got to start somewhere, Spud. Got to start somewhere, Jackie the boy. So today we're talking about training, but we're also talking about enjoying life in moderation exactly. at the same time. Training, working hard at your training, but having a beer from time to time or something nice to eat if you're going out for dinner or you've got a special occasion, whatever it may be. That is how we're going to fill you in this hour. We'll take a break and we'll get things rolling after this. It's the first Sunday edition of February's No Man mm-hmm. Should Walk Alone. Yeah. And it's all thanks to Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin and the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. Shortly, Emily Brabon, the nutritionist to the stars, mm-hmm. will join us. We'll also be joined by Chris Appleford from the Dad Conference and Rob Coe to talk about when we can have mm-hmm. a couple of beers after training. But, Spud, I, I wasn't aware that you were doing mm-hmm. Feb fasting. You're, you're in shock, Jack. I still am, until a couple of days ago. So what we thought we'd do, we'd go to the people, the wonderful people who organise FebFast and make Great this initiative. thing happen because I'm just not certain you're across all of the rules, but I do want to get an understanding of just how popular mm. this whole thing has become. And Laura Callow from FebFast has been good enough to jump on the line this morning and have a chat to us. Hello, Laura. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. But I must admit, uh, I'm not sure about how much you know about the man who uh, hosts this show, Danny Frawley, but to, for him to do FebFast, this is quite a big deal. Well, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> so, Laura, just, just to explain for Jack, you know, he's a, he's a young fella. He, but uh, there's a whole range of benefits, obviously. One is um, you're giving your body a bit of a spell. We, we all love, you know, drinking in moderation. But just to give you, your body and your organs a bit of a spell from alcohol or sugar um, mm. is a great initiative from you guys. And how, when, when did it start and how has it grown? So we started about 11 years ago now, um, and it's grown. I mean, we've raised about $8.5 million, which is pretty impressive. Wow. Um, and each year the community does grow. So I reckon this year we've got around about 10,000 people taking part. So oh. it's pretty impressive. No, it's impressive. And I was telling Jack about the um, you can buy a pass out, or what, what do you guys call it? So we call it a time-out pass. A time-out pass. Yeah, if you've got an occasion that you just simply cannot go without a drink, um, that's fine. It's more of a donation for us. And it's an <laughs> occasion, Spud. It's not a Saturday. It's an occasion. But what right? if you've got a lot of mates, <laughs> Laura, and, you know, you've actually got to, to get involved with them, you've got to actually be on the same sort of wavelength as them. And it's it's in a couple of Saturdays, and it's normally a yearly event. And I'm... Sort of always, not not the practical joker, but I'm the guy that's got to bring a bit of mirth and merriment. <laughs> but I'm going to be a bit flat, Laura. Does that does that pass as a timeout pass? Do you think? Yeah, I reckon. Thank I you. Reckon we'll let you off. Yeah. Thanks for that. Tell you what, there are some cracks appearing in this fast <laughs> of yours, Spud. Hey, Laura, I was actually really interested to learn. I was having a look at your website yesterday. A lot of people, and we've been talking about Feb, yeah. Feb fasting as far as maybe not having any alcohol for a month, but there's more than just alcohol challenges, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So um, we also do sugar or inactivity, but we also do you pick. So you could literally pick anything that is considered a challenge for you. Um, and people get quite creative with that, which is which is awesome. Um, you know, we've got things like people not eating out for the month of February, which mm. is pretty hard. Um, you know, giving up social media. Uh, a couple of people have said they're going without their phone. Uh, that could be interesting. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it just gives people an opportunity to get involved if they don't already drink. The, the amount of money raised is yeah. extraordinary. Tell us where the money yeah. goes. Yeah, absolutely. So we basically fund um, youth workers in Australia, and youth workers work with young people to understand a bit more around what their immediate needs are. Um so it's, it's a one-on-one approach. And it could be anything from, you know, alcohol and drug support, uh, 
through to finding safe housing, Fantastic. Um, mental health support services, you know, connecting in with education or employment, perhaps even family therapy. So it's very, it's very broad. Um, and the idea is that if we can raise $500,000, um, we will get close to 14,000 hours worth of support for young people. So it's ambitious, but we're, we're hoping to take it there. How do you get on, Laura? For all those uh, people out there, I've, I've registered. So how do we get on to FebFast? How do we do it? Yep. So you, if you log on to www.febfast.org.au, uh, it's certainly not too late to register at all um, and, and get, on, get involved. Join Jack, us. Jack, you're going to join up? Uh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Looks Laura, like a no. no it's, 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 I like it. It's a tentative question mark. He's a bit young. The other thing, Laura, that I think is certainly worthwhile for a lot of our listeners this morning is that you can register as a team, can't you? There are a lot of workplaces that are doing this now together. That's right. Yeah, exactly right. I think it's um, it's going to be easier if you do it in company, which is exactly why you should both sign up. <laughs> That's right. Well, Jack, we're supposed to be a team. Work together and do it my way and sign up, mate. Exactly right. Yeah. Get off my back, mate. <laughs> Laura, it, come on. It's a sign of weakness with Jack sitting here at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Come on, Jack. I think you need to get involved. Put your plums on the line, mate. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate your advice. Uh, but it's been great to have you on the show this morning, febfast.org.au. All of the information is there, and there's a lot of questions that you can get the answers to straight away, mm. but you can also register online. And why not? Give your body a bit of a rest for a month and set yourself a bit of a challenge. So thanks for the chat this morning. Thank you so much. So there's Laura Callow joining us. And don't forget, you can join us at any stage as well. 0433-981116 is how you can get involved. This is No Man Should Walk Alone with thanks to the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment and for Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin. So we've heard a bit about Fub, mm. Febfast yep. there, Spud. But there'll be a lot of our listeners as well saying, well, I do like to yeah. keep fit. I do like to exercise. And occasionally, I wouldn't mind having a cold beer or something with my mates after it. No, absolutely spot on. And that's why we've got Rob Code on right now, Jack, because he's, he's the fitness guru to the, a lot of the stars. He's a transformation coach. He runs a travel fit business that we want to talk about as well. And he joins us. Good morning, Rob. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Morning. Uh, how, are, how are you guys? Going well? We're going well, mate. We're just um, having a little bit of debate off air, Jack and I. Um, when is the the best time to have a coldie? Or you know, we you like to train, but you know, you talk about the prehistoric people like we are at times. You you thought, oh, geez, if I train for two hours, I can have twenty beers. Is that the case, or just sort yeah, of? It's not. It's not the case, really. Uh, we all love to have a beer yep. or whatever sweet you're tasting. You can't say let's not have nothing. I mean, in a perfect world, if you're if you're out there exercising just casually, perhaps after, maybe yep. as more as a reward. Yep. Um, if you're playing a footy match or the ladies having a netball, they want to have a drink after. Why not? If you're playing at a high level sport, well, that's when you might have to look at you know, making some sacrifices, having self uh, self discipline, and obviously self control. When you start getting out of control, it's going to affect your performance on the field. Uh, even if you're not hungover, mm. it's still going to you know, affect. Even for the uh, weekend warriors, Rob, um, you know, training for a, maybe a little triathlon or um, a half uh, marathon. Yeah, you, you're probably you're doing all the hard yards, and the effects of alcohol uh, recovery-wise, and obviously uh, pulling up the next day, and obviously dehydration. Yeah, dehydration is probably one of the biggest things that, uh, well, I've noticed even personally, you know, I've gone out and had a big night, mm. uh, you wake up, and if you're not hungover, you're still going to be affected. Um, back in the day when I was playing Aussie Rules football, you know, at a fairly low level, but even going out the next day not hungover, you still find that your concentration levels are down, your coordination's completely out, 
Um, yeah, it just, yeah, it just everything, even your conference playing the game, you just, you're just not the same. And dehydration is, is normally the number one thing. And, um, yeah, but, and alcohol is a diuretic as well. So it's got to mm. make you continually go to the toilet to even more dehydrated. Then the next day you go and play sport or go for a workout at the gym. You're going to sweat. What's going to happen? You're going to be more dehydrated, possible headaches, concentration, coordination. Everything goes completely out the window. Um, so uh, my opinion to anybody, uh, this is just my opinion. If you're out there a weekend warrior playing some sport or doing some sort of an event or a half marathon or a short, short fun run, go out and celebrate later. Uh, go and have a couple of beers and, and you know enjoy the process and have a bit of fun with it. But, um, yeah, I just find that the big night night outs and waking up the next day and trying to train, uh, and that's if you turn up. A lot of people don't, yeah. you know, mm. but, yeah, feeling the effects of alcohol the next day. You pull up, you know, a bit groggy, and you start skipping sessions or skipping training if you're playing for a club. No matter, even if it's a high level or low level, it's affecting everybody else in the team. So, Rob, we're not trying to debunk no. the alcohol and the hangover no, mitts all. and all that sort of stuff. But what I guess what we are trying to do, just just give us an example or some advice, perhaps. Let's say that you do. You do have a game to play. It might be mm. cricket. There's a lot of cricket going on at the moment. Yeah. Easily the worst sport to play hungover is cricket. Yeah. But you, you yeah. might have something like that going on. If you do have a few and you wake up and you think, geez, I'm a bit I'm a bit sort of under the weather, a bit shady. How important is it to start rehydrating straight away, get some good food into you, and, and I guess try and get back into some good routines? Yeah, well, that's probably your best. That's your first step is obviously, yeah, getting hydrated as quick as possible and just try to reduce the effects when you do go out and play the game and get out in the field and, you know, um, placing on sunscreen and, and, and hat cover. It's not, you know, end of the day, you, you're still not going to be in tip-top shape when you go out and play the game. But, yeah, the first thing I'll be doing is um, getting that water into you as much as you can. And uh, even if you get home from a big night out, you know you've got a cricket match the next day, get on the um, get on the HDO straight away and start drinking it throughout the night. And it's, even, even that, it's going to affect your sleep. Alcohol yeah. does affect your sleep. Yep. So your performance, once again, next day, no matter what you play and what level of sport you play, it's always going to affect it. So, uh, look, but if you end up doing it, we all do it. We've all done it in, in, you know, in, the, in time. So you just make the best of it the next day and just try to pull yourself together. Cold shower and keep drinking that water and have, a, you know, have some food if you, if you can yep. prior to your match. Drew, I have noticed um, a couple of mates, and I think it's quite, um, well, I looked at it and did it. They'll have a couple of beers, and then they'll just have a, a mineral water. Yeah. And then and then they'll have, you know, another couple again. So I must admit, I thought, oh, you know, what are they doing? But once I started, it actually slows your beer intake down because it does, you know, getting that water into you, it's a different yep. taste, and it's actually um, not not a bad feeling. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It starts off all good and dandy. <laughs> we have one, one beer, one water, second beer. <laughs> One water, third beer, fourth beer, fifth beer. Oh, water. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. Rob, that, that, that's what I was getting at a little bit. If I have 20, and I shouldn't say this, 20 beers, 20 waters. Not, no, that's I'm not going to work, but, is it? Yeah. Hey, Rob, uh, we also wanted to talk to you about another one of your businesses uh, yes. this morning, Travel Fit 360. Tell us more. It sounds fascinating. Yeah, Travel Fit 360, that come about... Um, well, many years ago, I'll say about 2008, 2009, I was working in Malaysia. And uh, my best mate, he actually lives over there in Melbourne. He, um, Him and I went over to Malaysia. He came with me just for the trip while I was working over there. And then we just went 
uh, and did a workout in a hotel. And then there was this guy that came out, his name was Victor, and he came out and he wanted to see how much we weighed. He's asking all these questions, and so we'll listen to this guy. And also the scales, I remember saying to him, "Wow, I'm a kilo heavier since yesterday." He goes, "Yeah, because when I saw you in yesterday, you were doing you're doing some weight workout." I said, "I'll put a kilo of muscle overnight," and he goes, "Yeah." I went, oh, "Okay, all right." And then he then we said, "Where's the sauna?" And he told us where to go, and there's a sauna, and we went in the sauna and the shower and the steam room and all that sort of stuff. And we had it completely out of whack. And apparently there's a process to it. There's a certain order that you've got to do all these things. Mm. So we listened to this guy. And we had a bit of fun with it. We stayed there for about a week. Had a bit of fun with this guy. And um, yeah, I suppose we tongue-in-cheek and a little bit of fun and taking it out of him. But um, <laughs> end of the day, we've become good friends with him. And from there on, my mate Steve and, and myself, we started traveling mainly Southeast Asia, but yep. uh, other, other, other countries around the world. And we're training hard and we're getting amazing results every day. We had this, we call it the process, and we just nutted it out every single day. And we felt amazing. So going away, you know, in between, anything yep. between, say, five and 10 days, coming back, looking ripped, looking amazing, yep. feeling good. And then the clients from my original boot camp business here in Adelaide, they'll say, what's going on? You're looking, looking yeah. incredible, looking fresh. So a couple of years ago, I was, you know, clients wanted to jump on board and see what we're doing. So we just started launching some trips. And we did the Kokoda track in 2014. But um, most recently, we took a, took a whole group of guys over to Vietnam. Wow. And, um, yeah, we traveled around. We took in the culture, the food, um, and lots of training, lots of good quality well, training around us at all levels. And that's how we launched it. It's, yeah, it's good. It sounds good, mate. And I must admit, Jack's uh, ears of the antennas have gone Absolutely. up. Absolutely. How do we get on one of these trips? Um, because I reckon that's when, at the end of the day, you could probably have one or two coldies, Rob. Or yeah, at the end of the Vietnam. trip, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Vietnam trip. Yeah, we had a few of the guys that um, yeah, they, they, they worked hard, especially on the, the uh, sandy beach of Nha Trang and coming off hot and sweaty with a humidity. And, yeah, they were looking for a local beer. So a few of them went down. They still got really good. We don't, we don't do it for results. We do yep. it for the adventure, um, education of how you can travel, travel tips, and, and, and the fitness to go along with it. But, uh, yeah, some of the guys were just, yeah, leaning up big time, just even over, over the seven, eight, eight nights that we went for in Vietnam. But, uh, yeah, we've got another one coming up in, uh, was it May 5th? Yep. One that's in New Zealand, down in Queenstown for five oh, nights. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Yes. How good yeah. is that? Maybe that's... jet boating? What, say again? Bit of jet boating down there? Uh, we... Jet boating. I was trying to book it, and the guys are just not getting back to me. So yeah, I've had a few problems with those guys. I won't say their name on air. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. obviously plenty of mountains there, mate. Yeah, plenty of mountains. Ben Lomond. We're definitely doing that one as one oh, of the challenges. Yes. Uh, we've been about 1,700 high, I reckon. Now, what's the walk at the other end of Queenstown there? The Milford Sound Walk, is it or? Yeah, yeah, there's, you know, I don't know, there probably is walks out oh. that way. Uh, we've gone, we will be going close, but not actually in Milford Sound, so we're going over to a place called Glenorchy. I'll go, mate, if you play Jack's Point Golf Club. <laughs> well, that's, I I'll, I'll go if you can uh, just fit in half a day at Jack's Point, one of the yeah, best well, golf courses in the world. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we could probably whip over there. There is spare time. I reckon day okay. three, you, you got the afternoon free to uh, explore the explore the town and, and get out and yeah play some golf for the guys that want to do bungee jumping so bungee jumping is not as part of the uh the itinerary but we've got that uh, area all sorted out for the guys that want to go and do it as an option other people want to sit back by the pool and that's yeah. fine as well but uh, lots of good training on that one um jack's looking at his diary now i know i know yeah, jack uh, i've got you in there mate so from <laughs> may 5th to may 10th you're on 
Oh, it sounds like a pla- I've got a new passport now. There's a story behind that too. Rob, yeah. thanks for joining us this morning. Great to have you on the show. Sounds like you're doing wonderful things with Travel Fit 360, but also some great advice for our mm. listeners. We've been getting a stack yeah. of SMSs coming Unbelievable. through. <laughs> asking about that as well. So thanks for the chat this morning. No worries. Thanks, guys. Rob Coe joining us here on No Man Should Walk Alone. We are going to take a break. On the other side of this, the nutritionist to the stars and our mm. new best mate yeah. on No Man Should Walk Alone, Emily Brabon, will join us. Great to be with you this Sunday morning. It is No Man Should Walk Alone, thanks to Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin, and for the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. Now, Spud, yep. we uh, have now become basically best friends with Emily Brabon, the nutritionist no to the stars. Yep. She loves our show. She's mm. back again, and we've easily come out of this better off, I reckon, don't you think? Oh, we have. You know, the chief, um, I'm going to say the better half, but he was a bit boring. He sort of... <laughs> He, he sort of didn't give us a lot, but Emily has just slotted in beautifully, Jack. And I must admit, I've been reading the uh, the Men's Health magazine, and em- Emily, Chief pumped it up, but you did you did a, such a good job with Guy Sebastian and his partner as well. God, he's looking ripped at the moment. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we we saw him this morning. We were training him this morning. He still looks just as good, if not better. Now, they tell me, I know you can't give too much away, but the new... Mag, um, it's someone, uh, you know, we, can you oh, give yeah. us a, a bit We're of a hint fun. who it is? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a pretty well-known TV star. Um, he's in his forties and I think you're going to be pretty amazed at the amount of work that he's put in. He's, he's a good guy. He's really, you know, rose to the occasion and basically did whatever we asked him to do. So we're pretty, wow. we're pretty pleased with his results. Mm. Fantastic. Now, Emily, we're talking today on the show. We've spoken to a number of different experts on it's early in February. There's a few people doing Feb Fast. Spud's mm. one yep. of them, and he's lasted three days. Yeah, so three pretty, days so far. It's pretty Emily. pumped with that. <laughs> but we want to talk a little bit about alcohol and nutrition, how they can work together. And I guess the other side to the coin too, which we'll get to, is how they can work against each other as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... I. Going into this, I feel like I'm walked into a, a, a schoolyard full of kids. I'm going to tell them that Santa Claus isn't real. So <laughs> I'm going to hit you right with it and just tell you it's not really productive to be drinking alcohol when you've got a physical or um, a training goal. Yeah. Um, however, I mean, alcohol decreases what, what we call a protein synthesis by about 15 to 20%, which means basically it's hard for you to grow muscle mm. if you've got alcohol in your blood. Okay, so if you're you're doing a a big weight session and you and you want to get a bit more powerful and um, to play whatever sport it is, you're saying that it's harder to put on muscle mass if you're continually drinking alcohol. It is, but if you're a beer man, the good news is that there's plenty of beers out there that are doing zero carb now Mm. and and reducing that kind of thing. So if you're if you're in it for the taste rather than the alcoholic content, then there's plenty of different options. So that's something that I reckon mm. maybe eight to ten years ago people scoffed at and thought that it was a myth. But mm. from your expert opinion, that the lower carb beers, if you are going to have a beer, that's the way to go, yeah? Absolutely. I mean, as you get fitter as well, it's actually easier. Well, I shouldn't say easier to get drunk, but it's actually you will feel the effects of alcohol a lot faster because your liver will process it a lot faster. Yeah. And, and what about... Guys out there, we've had, you know, the Christmas break. We've just had the long Australia Day weekend. It's probably now time to batten down the hatches a little bit. And and guys are sort of lifting their training efforts up a little bit, hmm. the weekend warriors, but they're still consuming the same amount of alcohol. They're, they're probably 
uh, still burning the candle at both ends, aren't they? I reckon they are, you know. I think something's got to give when you're when you're trying to achieve a goal. I mean, whether it's trying to run a marathon, a 5K, a 10K, go for a cycle or just get better at footy, I think you just have to take into account what it is you're training for. And everything, no, no food or drink is really bad for you. Mm. you just got to have it in moderation. Yeah. So one beer after training is not bad. It's the beer that you have while your body is recovering that is bad. Yeah. Mm. Can you put it in sort of terms of a of a run? Let's say... I've run 10K. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, let, let's say I had the six beers, which, you know, it's still, it's still a fair bit. If I have six, yeah. six beers, have I, have I cancelled out that 10K or it's not as simple oh, as that? Yeah, absolutely. But not just cancelling out the benefits of that, that run. Once you've exercised, your body is looking for rehydration. Oh. And what you're doing by drinking alcohol is dehydrating it. Mm. So when you wake up in the middle of the night with severe cramps, or a headache, or that kind of thing, that's when you can blame the alcohol. Ah, okay, there we go. Emily Braveron, the nutritionist to the stars, chatting to us here on No Man Should Walk Alone. Now, this question's come through a bit off the SMS, Emily, and it's one that I had for you as well. So let's say, I don't want you to shake your head, but let's say that we have mm. had a few beers, or we've had a, a decent <laughs> night, or a decent session. Yeah. But we're hungry. And yeah. we don't want to go to bed on an empty mm. stomach. Yeah. What do we do? Because mm. the, I'm guessing the traditional 2 a.m. suva with the garlic sauce down your and cheek big is bag probably of, not the best salt, idea. <laughs> big bag of salt and vinegar chips. What can we? What can we do? What can we eat that is going to satisfy that urge a little bit, but not completely blow the nutritional plan off the map? You know what? Whack a steak on the grill, or you know, chuck mm. something in the oven real quick. You know what? My one of my go-to's is, and it's probably not great because it's pretty high in the fat content. And I've heard full of seagull, but the kebab without the bread. Oh, yeah. Oh. Go and get some of that meat from the kebab shop and just getting rid of all the fatty stuff that's outside and just having the meat. So if you wanted some of the lamb or, mm. you know, some of the kebab kind of stuff, that's fine. Yeah. What we find with alcohol is it's called the poor decision maker. Oh, it's the bad fairy on your shoulder. It's the one that's telling you to eat mm. those chips. It sounds. I've been on that, that little, familiar. That little, <laughs> that little bad fairy keeps rising up my shoulder. I'm sure there's a few listeners out there thinking the same thing. What What's the average um, intake of alcohol per week? Do you think is, is sort of, you know, obviously no alcohol because let's face it, it is a poison. We know that. Um, mm. What What's the what six or seven beers a week? Is that acceptable or? It really depends on what your goals are. You know, a drink a night isn't going to hurt you if you don't have any set goals, you know, to to come first in the Sydney Marathon or whatever it is that you set your mind to. But just keeping an eye on what your consumption is. Because like everything, you can get dependent on something. So if Mm. you have those six beers a night, they're going to become the norm to you and they'll build up to seven and then eight and then nine. And that's just something that's getting on and on and on to your basically empty calories. Mm. Hmm, interesting. And and it's also good to um, give your body a spell from the alcohol too, Emily, isn't it? Because obviously your organs are working hard to get rid of all the the alcohol in your system. So it's actually good to, you know, I know a few guys that I know, and I think it's quite sensible, they they don't drink during the week. They'll have a a few quiet ones on the weekend. But to have that five days free of alcohol is pretty good for your body, short term and long term, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, because alcohol is broken down very differently from foods and other drinks that you consume. So basically, on your average day, let's say your body gets its fuel from the food you eat, like the carbs and the fats and the protein. When you drink alcohol, your body...
body, like you said, treats it as a toxin or a poison, and it's very quickly diffused through your stomach lining and into your bloodstream. So that's where it goes to your liver and your brain. Mm. Then if there's alcohol in your system, your liver, it goes to that first. So it's not going to burn any fat if you've got alcohol in there. Outstanding. Emily, just before we let you go, one off the SMS yeah. as well. Again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. That it has we... gone berserk, the SMS machine. It has. Yeah, well, there's a lot of us out there that enjoy a drink, but we don't want to fall off the wagon completely. How do we start the next day the right way? So if we have maybe slipped, maybe erred, had a couple more than mm. what we should have. How do we make sure that we kick off and get things back on track first thing the next morning? You know what the best thing to do is if you're going to go out and you know you're going to have a bit of a bender, is to make sure you have a glass of water between each drink. Mm. And if you can't do that, chuck a Barocca down before you go to bed. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And the next morning, some more... Uh Water and then... Water and a Barocca. You've got to get yep. those vitamins back in. You've got to get those minerals back up. And what about burning it off? Going out for a you know a bit of a, a, a bike ride? A couple... Do you know what? If your head can handle that after a big night, <laughs> it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. But you know what? That, that's when that bad fairy comes back in and tells you that a good greasy fry-up with bread is going to be a great idea. Emily, thank you as always. We will catch up with you again soon and we appreciate your advice on the show this morning. Thanks so much, boys. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, Emily. Emily Braybron, the nutritionist to the stars, joining us here on No Man Should Walk Alone. Did that answer a few questions? Certainly did. To you, Spud? That certainly did. Yeah. I think the uh, the one-on-one um, is something I'm going to try after Feb Fast. But anyway, I've got uh, I've worked it out. I was just hoping this is a leap year where there's a one less day in Feb. But anyway, <laughs> no, that's I've not. got 26 that's sleeps not. to go, mate. I checked it out. We're going to take a break here on No Man Should Walk Alone. We'll come back after this. Chris Appleford's outside the glass. He's going to join us Mm. after the break. He's got a very, very interesting conference for us blokes. You'll find out more after this. It's not long before we finish up here on No Man Should Walk Alone, all thanks to the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment, and for Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin and Spud's choice for that magnesium. You're just popping them like smarties at the moment, Yeah, well, I'm uh, training well, and it really helps me not only uh, recover, Jack, but sleep. And I said, it really, uh, it's a part of my uh, diet now, but my balance. And talking about balance, uh, we set up the top of the show, Jack. We had Chris Appleford, Appleford here from um, the Dad Conference. Now, it's the first time it's been around, and we'll introduce you now. Good, good morning, Chris. Hi, Spud. Mate, um, you called me uh, before Christmas, and, and I thought it was an absolutely outstanding um, idea and concept. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so I've just come to the realization that uh that i really want to help dads in any way i possibly can uh i do a bit of personal training and i enjoy training dads and i do some nutrition coaching and and again dads are my favorite clients and so i wanted to come up with an idea of helping dads in a more holistic way not just through health and fitness through the body and health and fitness uh so i came up with this idea for the dad conference which is basically just getting a a room full of dads together with some expert speakers in a range of different areas to help dads just be the best versions of themselves that they can possibly be because I really believe in the uh, the airplane uh, oxygen mask analogy where if you help yourself first then you're far better equipped to help mm. everybody else so if dads sort of can help themselves to be the best version of themselves that they can possibly be then they'll be better equipped to help their families. Do you find it's a little bit like our show and Jack's um and, and the listeners out there, just to start the conversation mm. going a yeah. little bit. And they've all got similar pressures. <clears throat> they're obviously working. They've got, they're married or some of them might be separated. Yep. They've, they've, got, they've got children at school, all those different pressures. And 
to get them in the one room, I think, could be quite uh, enlightening and really motivational. Yeah, the whole idea is to create an environment where dads feel comfortable uh, being themselves and being around other like-minded people mm. and hearing the same message uh, you know, about issues that are affecting pretty much everybody else in the room. You know, it's like you said, financial issues. It could be about being unable to relate to their children or it could be, uh, you know, maybe they're feeling depressed or anxious yep. or those sorts of things or they don't know where they're going in their life mm. or they don't know what their career should be or where they should take that. So um, I've just gathered up some really high-quality, high-profile speakers to speak to them across all of those areas. When and where is it? Chris? Yeah, it's at Deakin University out at Burwood. Uh, it's on yep. February 25th. It'll start at 10 a.m. and finish at 4 p.m. And uh, I just encourage as many dads to and, come along as possible. And how do we um, do we get online? Or have you got a, a website or somehow, you know, I'm sure a lot of the listeners now have got their, their pens ready to go. Yeah, just go to dadconference.com, dadconference.com. And uh, there's lots of information in there about who the speakers are, of which you're yep. one spud, which is fantastic. And oh, really? Well, he did say it, Jack. <laughs> he kept that one quiet. <laughs> I saw your ears pick up, Jack. Did you hear what Chris said at the start? High-quality speakers. <laughs> and you didn't see me like a peacock just sort of put the shoulders back and <laughs> the chest out. I haven't seen the rest of the lineup yet. I need to work out where you fit <laughs> into the scheme of it. Hey, Chris, is the biggest challenge here to actually get blokes talking? Let's face yeah. it. Yeah. We We're talk stubborn. about this all the time. Yeah. We're stubborn. We don't yeah. say what we want to say. We mm. internalize everything. Yeah. Has that been one of the biggest things for you is to actually say it's okay for us blokes to talk? Mm. Yeah. So I guess the main issue is that dads or men in general sort of have this, I can fix it myself kind of attitude. You know, I don't need help or I can find out how to fix it. I can get online. I can get on YouTube. I can do it. You know, if I need to fix the tap, I don't need to call a plumber. I can fix this myself, you know. And it's the same with their own health and well-being. You know, it's like getting into the gym and lifting weights to lose a bit of weight and build a bit of muscle. Mm. You know, they think they can go in there and do it themselves, and they can, but they don't. Um, and this is the same thing. So I just encourage people, if you're having some financial issues, which a lot of us do, you know, it's, it's hard out there, mm. or if you're feeling as though the weight of the world is on your shoulders at the moment, or, you know, maybe you can't quite relate to your kids at the moment, or... You know, like I said, you maybe you're in a job that you don't like and you're trying to get out and you don't know how to. Well, this is the event for you. Mm, um, yeah. So just head to dadconference.com, push one of those big orange buy tickets now buttons. And just for your listeners, mm. uh, if they use the code word SPUD says at checkout, mm. they can get a 20% discount oh, on ticket prices. How that? And what about um, you've got a relationship with the EJ Witten Foundation? That's right. I mean, one of the one of the goals of the Dad Conference is to give as much information to dads as possible mm. to make their lives uh, yeah. better. But the other goal of the dad conference is to donate money to a men's health initiative. Yeah. So I just figured that, you know, we're Melbourne people, we're footy fans, uh, prostate cancer is a big issue yeah, for men. Um, and the EJ Witten Foundation just seemed like a really natural mm. fit. So, I, you know, I caught up with Nick Holland down there and had a good chat mm. with him and he's on board and the EJ Witten Foundation are on board. So for every... Uh, uh, for every Dad Conference event, this one and all subsequent events that happen, whether it's in Melbourne or, or interstate, 10% of all profits is going to be donated to the EJ Witten Foundation. So just doing my bit and the Dad Conference's mm. bit to, to raise money for such an important, uh, for such an important uh, research topic. Well, you can see the passion in his voice there, Absolutely. Jack. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be an outstanding day. I think it's a great initiative and 
and well done. I'm sure it'll get bigger and bigger. You've got to start somewhere, and I'm sure there's people listening now thinking, yep, I might just bowl along and have a listen to this. Well, here are the details that you need before we let you go, Chris. Deacon Burwood, February 25, dadconference.com.au. Dadconference.com.au. Just .com. Dot .com, sorry. And... If you use the word Spud says at the checkout, twenty percent off. Mm. You just this is the got sort some, of stroke that you've got, Spud. I've got some pull jacket on. <laughs> yeah. You knew that before we started, though, oh, didn't you? That'll just about do me. I reckon it's been a, it's been a long hour already. Uh, Chris, thanks for coming in today. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jack. Well done, thanks, Chris. Spud. It's Chris Apple for joining us on No Man Should Walk Alone. Spud, that conference sounds absolutely sensational. Feb twenty five, dadconference dot com for more information. And as I said, some uh, very very oh, professional oh, presenters oh, oh, at oh. that. Uh, conference Jack. <laughs> I wonder how Chris you know we, we normally do a lot of these interviews yeah. on the phone but Chris was in the studio mm. it all makes sense now no it doesn't make sense but <laughs> what about when I brushed him at the start and I didn't know who, oh. anyway just for our listeners too uh, uh, Chris was here early here before he Spud was. even though he it's was. Spud's show here early yep. this morning and because we're at 8 o'clock now. I was a bit just, sweaty. I rode in. You did so we've been up and cracking early Chris is there and Spud just walks past and says go mate how are you going I'm thinking, Spud, that's one of our guests, but you just, you just brushed him. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, I can't, I can't deny that, Jack. But I tell you, what, it's been a busy morning. You know, the best part about today, Jack, I've only got three or four minutes with you. And, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> trust me, I'm thinking the same. No, 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 go on. No, the amount of information, yeah, that this show is actually providing, not only you and I, but the listeners, and the things about alcohol. We, yes, uh, in in moderation. We know that you can have, have plenty of water if you're going to uh, have a crack. If you're a weekend warrior and you want to train for that try and you don't want to be hurting doing it or that half marathon or that 10K run, the run for the kids, um, Easter Sunday, which is always a popular run around Melbourne, mm. you know, it's 15K. If you want to get the best out of it, well, maybe have three or four weeks where you abstain from alcohol. Yeah, I We're don't not saying it. never have a drink. Never saying that. Mm. But anything in moderation, I think, is, is fantastic. Um, so that's basically a wrap for us today. Next week, we've got a very special show coming up next we week. And you're really keen. There's a lot in the pipeworks already. We'll, we'll yeah. announce more on Twitter during the week. Mm. But tell us the theme for next week's the, show. The theme is a little bit around the Feb fast as well. So you can um, abstain from alcohol for the month of February, but sugar. Um, it's the new white death, unfortunately, Jack. Yeah. The amount of sugar in our diet now, especially for youngsters in lunchboxes, but even... Males as well. The amount of sugar that we're putting into our bodies, um, something's got to give. And sugar diabetes type 2 is going to be one of the biggest killers going forward unless we do something about it. So that is the theme next week. Sugar intake, what yep. to avoid. We're going to have experts yep. in as we always do. People far more qualified yep. than you and I. But the important thing, as always, is know, to give as much information. Far more qualified than you. <laughs> Don't put me in <laughs> the Dr. same. Dr. Frawley. <laughs> well... <laughs> Look, I haven't got a certificate, but you're the people out there are starting to share this, but this bud probably knows a lot about health. Tell you what, this bike riding and this Feb fast, because he's <laughs> he's waking up fresh, he's yeah, bringing all this admit, energy. I'll have to widen the door for me to get out today, I reckon. It's incredible. You've got your lycra on. I've, nah, se- I've seen enough show, of this. Jake. I've seen enough of this. Look forward to seeing you and the listeners uh, next week, champion. Thanks for being with us, everyone. Stick with us. Still plenty more to come here on 1116 SEN. We are Melbourne's home of sport.